David de Rothschild once said, get used to living with less. It seems like we're in that moment right now. While the elite seem to have more and more, they're going off-world in spaceships, they're developing everything to make sure that their situation is protected, but at the same time telling you, you have to live with less. There's something very wrong about this picture. The first thing I want to talk about is the lower standard of living that the majority of people are being forced under. The second thing is that the stage is being set for more of this inflationary pressure and the degrading of society as a whole right now at this time. And the third thing that I want to look at is the cold front coming through on top of all the supply chain problems, on top of everything else we've been seeing. It's going to put more pressure on you. I've got all of that information and more. Let's begin. You're probably already aware of this, but they went with Jerome Powell for another term. What does this mean? Look, let's be honest here. Whoever is the chair doesn't really matter. But what it tells us, the signal it gives us, is quite frankly that it's status quo. Business as usual. So keep that in mind. Take a look at the next one, as you can see. Our friend, Janet Yellen. Monthly U.S. inflation to return to 0.2 to 0.3% in the second half of 2022. So what are they telling us here? In a year from now, a year from now, inflation will be back to normal. Hmm. A year from now. Well, if you think about it, that's a long time from the initial point at which they said inflation wouldn't be so bad. If it is but we know that their accuracy is basically nothing. This is what our friend Janet Yellen had to say. I'm hoping and expecting in the second half of next year to see monthly CPI rates coming in more of the range of two tenths to three tenths. I think in the second half of next year, we'll begin to see inflation subside. And the way you'll be able to see that is by looking at the monthly inflation rates. And so I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know how things are going to change, but I wanted to show that and sort of lead into what we are seeing right now. For many Americans about to celebrate Thanksgiving, this is important for many reasons, family and togetherness and so on, but also rising costs. Farm Bureau survey shows Thanksgiving dinner is up 14%. Just showing you $53, less than $6 per person. At the same time, Thanksgiving turkey is more expensive this year due to a shortage. Everything seemingly in a shortage in some areas. Depends on where you are. But then we have this. To bring this full circle. Because remember, there's a method to the madness here. The mad scientist of the money GPS always has a reason for why I mention certain something. The Federal Reserve, specifically from the Fred blog, a Thanksgiving dinner serving of poultry costs $1.42. A soybean-based dinner serving with the same amount of calories costs 66 cents and provides almost twice as much protein. So you see, the problem is that you're not listening to the Federal Reserve. I mean, you should submit to the Federal Reserve. In fact, they are now nutritionists and they should be the one to tell you what you eat 
on Thanksgiving. How does that sound? Should you be listening to the Federal Reserve? I mean, whatever you want to eat, as far as I'm concerned, that's up to you. You shouldn't be listening to the Federal Reserve. They're just showing you the comparison of the poultry and soybeans. And I believe that I had that already pulled up over here. But regardless, this is what we have today. If you remember this, a few years ago, I've talked about this multiple times over the years. One must take shorter showers, according to Prince Charles, urging British families to snub the tub. Yes, that's right. Snub the bathtub. Prince Charles, the guy who has 122 servants, literally, is going to tell you to take a shorter shower? I mean, this is unbelievable. And it has nothing to do with Prince Charles. It's got nothing to do with Rothschild. What it is, is the haves and the have-nots. And people who have seen their 401k grow, they think, what? I'm part of the 1%. I'm part of the elite. I feel so fantastic. And maybe you should. But there's a very big difference between these people and everybody else. A very big difference. Look at what's happening today. All around, people are losing it in many ways. This is Gallup Poll's Economic Confidence Index. Gallup has this economic confidence index, recent trend declining. Okay, so basically 100 is the absolute maximum, the absolute minimum being minus 100. And right now, over the last few months, that has been declining. It's just showing you, as they say here, current pessimism largely stems from Americans' belief that the economy is getting worse, 70%, rather than better, 26%. And why? Of course, inflationary pressures, they are not feeling the wealth that some others have been. The misery index, which adds inflation and unemployment, is at 10.8%, the highest reading in a decade. If we exclude the peak of the lockdowns when the misery index reached 15%. These are Carter era levels for the misery index and stagflation alert signs. My question to you right now is where do you think we are going? Is it going to be consistent more and more and more inflation? Have we peaked out in inflation and maybe it's going to continue for the foreseeable future at these levels approximately? Will it be stagflation? Or, my friends out there, deflation. Do you believe it will be deflation, a mix of all? What is it going to be? Let me know in the comments below. I think it's really important to talk about this. Let's discuss. And the reasons why, of course. We need to understand what's happening. And of course, nobody has all the answers. I want to break this down right now in the Money GPS Insights. Cold weather is happening quicker and more intensely than normally we would have during this period. Crop failures, price hikes, and supply problems all bring about potential solutions from the powers that be. Those in control want to basically suggest to you to learn to live without. They can increase the prices and it doesn't have an impact on them. But to you, it's a big deal. But I believe that if it continues, there will be a revolt. And then we look at this. 
I want to bring this together. How the how the current issues today, almost said it, fuel the rise of the buy-nothing economy. Many people have talked about this. I've seen the comments before. I've looked into this and noticed that there's a group of people essentially changing their habits entirely. In the article here, they get into how communities on a small scale are getting together to essentially to barter, to donate, to do things in a different way outside of the system. Somebody's making tamales. Somebody's collecting lint to use as a fire starter. And you just go through this, okay? All different kinds of things. People are donating. People are doing anything that they can to go around the current system. Maybe it's things are too expensive or because they see this as a crisis time and we need to help each other out. If you think at this time that we need to make some changes to our current system, hit that thumbs up button. Let everybody know out there that this needs to happen. Changes need to occur. Simply by hitting the thumbs up button, you are going to notify the algorithm that this video contains some good information for people who are unaware of the money GPS. Check out as well all the links in the description. I will keep them there for you. Now, a lot of people out there are specifically interested in the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, and to a lesser extent, the Russell, okay? Small caps. Let's look at it. S&P, Dow Jones, the, the uh, QQQ or the NASDAQ, and the Russell 2000. What has happened, these are daily charts, what has happened over the last little while is that there has been some discrepancies in between primarily the small caps of the Russell and the NASDAQ. Today, you know, by the time you're actually watching this video, the time has passed. But what I'm noting here is that things have become extremely, extremely heated in the markets. There's no doubt about it. Of course, the last few days, different, different story. But when I look at all of this, it makes me think of what has been happening with commodities. A completely different story has been told with commodities because while they have been overbought while they have seen seem to be extreme in many different ways there has also been a lot of the fundamentals behind that it's not necessarily uh you know we've got this electric car company who hasn't sold a single car but in 20 years from now it might do that and so we're going to value it at 50 billion dollars I mean, things are getting wacky. But at the same time, let's look at the assets. Bitcoin on the top of the list. 2021 return 100%, 100%. Okay, natural gas, 93. Oil at 63. Energy, all country world uh, index, energy. Looking at that. Banks underneath this. And then you go down. US equities, while they've performed well, compare that to something like natural gas. It's something that I've been talking about for one year, over a year at this time. Anybody paying attention to that and had put their money into, let's just say, an index of some sort, had outperformed the U.S. equities. And that's important to know. What's happening today? We're watching a cold front coming through in different places. Not everywhere. 
but this is obviously going to impact crops. This is going to impact supply chain and generally in the most general sense, the amount of energy that people use putting an already strained system uh, basically to, to the next level. This is just coming out of a Chinese website showing us that the National Meteorological Center released three separate alerts for cold air, strong winds, and snowstorms as the cold air mass that began to affect China on Friday marched across the country. They talk about more of this and, of course, the pressure it's going to apply. Here you can see after this whole intervention by china back in october this had declined considerably coal coal futures that is and now it has started an uptick again whether it's going to get back to where it was before we'll see but take a look at what happened with lumber i believe i brought that up in the previous video showing you it went from you know nowhere essentially to 1700 all the way down to 450 and back to 800 so things can happen some analysts said that china oh by the way this is about what china's response to the slowdown is they're taking action and they believe that some analysts will actually uh, sorry some analysts say that china will likely make another reserve rate uh, requirement ratio cut before the end of this year to cope with an economic slowdown we'll see Essentially, the reserves, banks have to keep a certain amount, but hey, it's fractional reserve banking, so why, you know, just, just a tiny amount. They want to re reduce that to, of course, get the lending out. Because right now, as I have shown you, um, statistically, things are really, really wacky, and you look at many different indicators are showing us that there has been a slowdown. They, they want to, you know, push that out, essentially, and they're doing so on many levels. China's central bank injects liquidity into the market using reverse repos. So they're doing all of this just like the US, just like other countries. They're all trying to get their economy going because the stimulus measures wearing off perhaps on the fiscal side, maybe their QE. So they want to do things in different ways, but it isn't going to resolve the underlying problem. They're never going to help you out. Do you see? You've got a group of elite telling you what to do at the same time prices are rising you're pushed to the edge and what do they do they buy bonds they buy mortgage-backed securities they do all these things that help out hmm the globalist elite not you the banking system the multinational conglomerates well you take what you want from that i appreciate you being here today if you want to support the channel just hit that thumbs up button when you do, you notify the algorithms, and I do appreciate that very much. If you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. So just click it, and I'll see you there.